an incident um, that happened to me a few weeks ago, and it involves uh, the owner of this pier, of this undisclosed place I'm not going to reveal, because I don't want to dox these people. I don't want to dox the owners. I don't want to call them out publicly by name or anything like that. I don't want you to figure out where they are. You might if you, you know, read into the clues enough, but out in South Florida, there's this really nice pier. It's open 24 hours, and... At three in the morning, you can for six dollars you can go out fishing on this pier, or for two dollars you can just sit and relax on one of the several benches and chairs that they offer, and just enjoy the ocean breeze, enjoy the waves crashing you know around you and underneath you, and just you know enjoy South Florida and all its you know oceanside beauty. There is an uh. The owners of this pier um, have been struggling. And you can tell because the whole pier is not available. Like 75 to 80% of it's available. But there's a chunk that's missing. There was a pretty bad storm that hit them, I guess. I don't know if it came from a hurricane or just from one of those random psycho thunderstorms that Florida experiences every once in a while. But either way... Um, it has been under construction for at least, at least two years. Cause I've been going to this area since 2020 and it had been broken off that entire time. And I finally asked the guy, um, he was clearly the owner, what, any updates on the pier, like any updates on fixing it? And the dude goes, oh, you know, there's nothing because Biden, and he kind of mumbled a little bit and I wanted to cut the conversation short cause I was not going to well into politics in the middle of vacation. I'm about to pay $2 to walk into, you know, above the ocean. It's a great moment. I'm not going to ruin it. So the conversation died right there. I did tell him this. I'm like, great things are coming. Great things will happen in the future. I can feel it, which is true. We are overcoming this terrible pandemic that has killed way too many people. And eventually we'll recover. We will get better. As soon as, you know, the deaths can stop, the anger can subside a little bit, I hope. I find it fascinating, <laughs> the blaming of Biden. Because a couple years ago, Trump was president. So what would a gentleman like him do if, say, I were complaining about Trump? What would he give me? What would be the speech? He'd give me... The bootstrap speech. Oh, you can't complain about the president. It's all on you. You got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. America's the land of opportunity. It's the land of freedom. You can be whatever you want to be. You can do whatever you want to do. You can make money however you want, but it starts with you. You got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Don't depend on the government to give you anything. Blah, 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 blah. You know, that classic spiel. But I find it fascinating because the pier was broken when Trump was president, but I don't hear Trump being blamed. I would never hear that from this individual. And this area, by the way, uh, there's several businesses that are very pro-Trump. And you can kind of tell that um, on these stores, these people, these owners are really shocked that Trump lost to Biden. They, To this day, they probably cannot handle it. 
Clearly, this gentleman cannot handle it. And I hate it because I hate the fact that the story changes depending on who's president because Biden is president now. So this guy's like, oh, Biden is ruining everything. Biden's the reason why inflation's happening, rising prices, and that's why my period cannot be fixed. When Trump was president, you're just not going to hear that. You'd probably hear, the Democrats are not letting him do anything. Something along those lines. Or, Trump is president, you got to deal with it. But it's wild how the story changes. And now, in a very, very small defense of Trump, we did blame him for a lot of things. That really was not his fault. That was kind of beyond his control. Not going to lie. I won't say which ones because I'm not going to discuss Trump and his presidency at all. But what I am saying is people like this individual will change their tune dramatically depending on who's leader. And that's not fair to the leader. That's not fair to other people who would probably need help. That's not fair to... It's not fair to anybody. It's such a lie. It's a smokescreen. You cannot assume the worst just because your guy's not there. Makes no sense. If Trump was president right now, the inflation would have still happened, the pandemic would have still been going, and most of these things that we are suffering from would have still happened, including the baby formula incident. Because technically... The tra- the trade deals that had that helped create the problem was under Trump, so these things still would have happened. So my question is, does that guy still blame Trump for these things going on? No, they wouldn't do that. They'd find a way around it, and it's it's you just don't learn anything. It just reveals your ignorance. And there was another incident that happened uh, before this. And there was an ice cream shop out in Kissimmee, which I'm not going to reveal where. Because, once again, I'm not doxing people. But there's an ice cream shop that I was going to purchase something from. But the there were three windows. One of them is where you could place the order. The second window had a sign saying that if you're a member of the NRA, you get 15% off. Because, you know... You have a gun. You're protecting your family. You deserve a discount, I guess. The other one was the person with their email address. And it was this long three-paragraph thing complaining about, you know, elections have consequences. You have to be careful who you elect. And you cannot be putting pouring money into the economy like this. And that's the reason why these rising prices are happening. Do not take your anger out on the employees, which that part is right. Do not get mad at the people working for when the prices are going up. I work for one of the theme park areas and water is $5.50. That should be a federal crime, (laughs) honestly. But that's not my fault. I did not do that. I am merely following the rules of what my location is charging. So yes, you should not get angry at the customers. However, this guy went on and on and on and on on this paper talking about, oh, about the elections having consequences. And you can tell he is blaming Biden. Without saying it's Biden's fault, he is definitely saying it's Biden's fault. He's like, I've been warning for the past couple years, blah, 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 blah. So 
But this same person, as I've said, if Trump had won the election, that sign does not exist. Even if the rising prices happen, even if inflation happens, that sign does not get put up there. It doesn't. There might be a different sign that'll say, <laughs> that'll say, hey, we gotta pay this because we're trying to improve America and we gotta try to help Donald Trump, that sort of thing. That's what it would do. He wouldn't be blaming Donald Trump. That's his guy. And this is the one of the biggest problems with politics. It's this whole team sport bullshit. It's ridiculous. Just because I vote for the Democratic Party does not make me somebody who's willing to vote for the Democratic Party no matter what. That's not how this works. They just happen to align closer to my views, which is, you know, on the Bernie bus, as I like to say. Bernie Sanders hates the Democratic Party, but he has to work with them because his views align with the Democratic Party far closer than the Republicans. I mean... <laughs> Go ask a Republican about unions and watch them fall apart verbally and physically. But Bernie Sanders hates that party. I personally am very angry at the Democratic Party. But this does not mean, you know, that I'm just simply going to join the Republicans and stick with the Republicans just to stick it to the other party. That's not how this works. This isn't a team sport thing. It's not how this works. Um... And yes, answering your question, I am emailing that individual about those two signs because that's the other problem. I can easily give him the bootstrap thing. Be like, well, Biden's your president. Like it or not, he's your president. So you're going to have to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and you're going to have to figure a way out to survive the Biden years. That's what I could easily tell him. There are businesses succeeding right now, despite the rising prices. If his place isn't succeeding, well, the libertarian approach means free market. That's his fault. That's on him. And he's doomed to fail because of him. I don't believe that much. I'm not going to go that far. But at the same time, having those signs and blaming the politicians for the rising prices and why you're not making money is not the right approach, and it's just going to make your place fail completely. That pier is never going to be constructed if you're going to continuously blame Democrats, especially if they continue winning. That guy with the signs, are you going to keep putting signs if Buttigieg wins? Or if Bernie miraculously wins, are you going to keep putting signs out there blaming Democrats for everything? No, that's not how this works. You cannot change your song just because the president changed and it's not a guy you like. That's not how this works. So I'm always going to root for small businesses. I'm going to root for that peer. If I had the money, I'd gladly approach him and be like, here's a check. Let's fix this damn thing. I want that ice cream place to succeed because I'd rather small businesses succeed than, you know, these giant corporations. Hey, want to know what's across from that ice cream place? A giant Walmart. You know, that company that doesn't pay their employees well at all, that would rather replace all the employees with machines and force, you know, customers to self-checkout. You know, that family of billionaires that never pays their fair share of taxes. Those are the people you should be mad at. Not Biden. But like I said, I find it fascinating. You know, when Trump was president, 
Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. When Biden became president, it's all Biden's fault. It's not. It's stupid. It's terrible. This team sport thing about politics in the United States is what's slowly causing the destruction of this country in this century. Honestly, between 2000 and 2022, the United States has been falling apart at the seams. The money is still there, but it's just going to all the wrong places. So yeah, <laughs> like I said, I will root for you, but that doesn't give you the right to just root for a politician. And it doesn't give you the right to just complain your way through the four years just because it's not your guy and blaming him for all your problems. So yes, a part of it is you should work harder, but at the same time, you should also vote better. Because those Republicans, they'll gladly eat your small business alive if it means making them rich. That's really, at the end of the day, what's happening. You gotta stop falling for cult heroes. You gotta stop falling for the mythologized version of your Republican candidates because that's how the Republicans survive. They survive on imagery, on images of who you want them to be, not on policy. They vote for personalities, and that's why they flippy-flop all the time on their response to problems that exist in their lives. That's not how it works, and that's not how it should work. And like I said, I will email that guy that runs the ice cream place and let him know that there is always space for him in the Bernie bus. But at the same time, you cannot keep blaming the president for problems that he did not cause and has no control over. I will, I will constantly go to that peer. I, I gave literally $20 to that peer on my multiple visits but it doesn't mean that I can agree with him that the reason why his peer is not you know, fully built back up is because Democrats are running the show. That doesn't make sense because Republicans have been running Florida since the mid-90s. But also because at the end of the day, people can help people. And if you had created a good enough reputation and a good enough relationship with the people around you, then there's probably a better chance that your peer would have been fully constructed. That's the hard truth. And that's really it. Vote for who is the better candidate, not for the color of their politics. Have a good night. I'm a hypocrite in this one little aspect because I'm all about workers' rights. I'm all about mental health, taking time off when needed. But the one aspect where I expect the employee to show up to every single day of work is in the NBA with their 82-game schedule. This is where I have kind of a blind spot. 
Uh, in recent years, the stars of the NBA have rested a lot more games than what it used to be in like the 90s and the 80s. When those players took time off, it's because they just physically couldn't function and couldn't play. But nowadays, if LeBron James wanted to take a game off that he didn't deem very important, he took that time off. It's very rare that you find a player that'll play all 82 games in a season. It just does not happen anymore. It used to occur a lot more during the 80s, 90s, and even the 2000s, the early years. But now, as franchises are spending more and more money per season on their players, they are trying to protect their investments, and it makes sense. Uh, The NBA is faster, stronger, more athletic, more difficult than ever, and the NBA playoffs continues being way too long. They've expanded the playoffs twice in this century, Uh, the best of five in the first round is now a best of seven and now as an added bonus there's additional teams that sort of makes the postseason there's this like purgatory that happens between regular season and the playoffs in which these four teams have to battle out for the final two playoff spots so technically we've seen two expansions of the playoffs and with that That's three months of postseason play, which does not happen in other sports. And there have always been complaints that the NBA playoffs run too long. And to some people, the NBA season doesn't really start until until the playoffs when you have the actual good teams. Because, being honest, there's really only like 10 legitimately good teams And the rest of them are whether mediocre, they're not going to make the finals, they're not really a threat, or they're just trying to tank, like my Orlando Magic. So there's only like 10 teams to really look forward to. That's where most of the stars are centralized in, in, and those are the ones that you want to watch all the time. So I know of many, many people that'll just skip the regular season, which they deem is too long, 82 games, and it runs from from November all the way to April, they'll just skip that whole part and just jump straight to who are the best teams and who's going to play in this tournament. And with that, the regular season has been losing its value every year. So you'll have your Giannis who will skip a game against the Bulls if he doesn't if he feels like he doesn't need to play. You'll have LeBron James skip a game against the Sacramento Kings because nobody wants to waste their time playing the Sacramento Kings. And on one hand, it makes sense. The owners are protecting their investments, which are the players. The players are protecting their health. It makes sense. But there's a little caveat, and that is, what about the fans? What about the people that are paying extremely good money to go to a game only to have like half the team not show up. And with LeBron James being a Los Angeles Laker for now, he only has one game in Orlando. He would plays the Magic just twice a year as long as he's in the West. And how would it feel for a fan who was always wanted to see LeBron James to save his money, go with the family, spend way too much money on parking, spend way too much money on food, have a seat in the arena where they probably spent too much, only for LeBron James 
to just sit out because he just doesn't feel like playing. This is where I kind of draw the line on the whole (laughs) workers' rights thing. All right? Because if you're making millions upon millions of dollars per year to play basketball and you have a vacation of several months and it's even longer if you don't make the playoffs, why not play these games? And my father has always complained about this because my father is much better with money than I ever will be. And he talks about the expenses of driving to the stadium, of getting the food, of getting the family, how much it costs to take a whole family to one of these venues and only for the player to not play. And his argument has always been, and he's not wrong about this, is why can't these players just play like 10, 15 to 25 minutes? You don't have to play the whole game. You don't have to play the majority of the minutes, but just show up showcase your skills just for a little bit, play with your teammates, play in front of the crowd that doesn't get these opportunities to see you, play, just play a little bit. And he's not wrong about that. And this is part of the reason why the sports leagues are depending more on the TV dollars because you'll have way more opportunities to see those players in television. But, you know... This is the one thing. This is honestly my blind spot. I do not believe that basketball players should be skipping games entirely if they're not hurt. I do not believe in that. If I ran the NBA, I would make it so that if a player misses a game, they have to miss two games. So you can't skip one and then suddenly play the next one and then skip another game after that. That's not fair to the customers. That's not fair to the people that go to these games. Um, yeah, that would be my one rule as commissioner. But it's funny because it's completely the antithesis as to who I am normally in terms of representing and trying to like defend people making 15 to $25 an hour and maybe less if they're a server. If those people want to skip a day, they can skip a day. Skip a day whenever you want. Focus on your mental health. These corporate hoes ain't loyal. They don't care about you. But these athletes, man, it's a different ball game. Show up to work. Play your games. Play your 15, 20 minutes. You don't even have to start the game. Sit on the bench. Show up in the second quarter. Maybe play a little bit in the third. But show up. Show up for these fans. Think about it. So let's pretend like LeBron James was hired by the Lakers uh, when he was 18 years old and has played all 20 seasons with the Lakers. How many opportunities is that for someone in Orlando to see a LeBron James who had spent his entire career with the Lakers? Technically, it'd only be 20 chances if he played 20 seasons, unless I decide to go to another arena. But because of the way the conferences are set up, I'd have to go all the way out to the West Coast to improve my chances to see him. And that's where the problems lie. I've seen LeBron James live only once, and that was in his second season when he had this awesome game against Tracy McGrady in a uh, Magic Cavs matchup on Christmas Day. It was a a Christmas present by my father to me and my brother. We got to see that game. Awesome game. It was an awesome shootout, and LeBron James is one of the greatest players to ever play, but as I've said... Nowadays, it has become harder to see these players live 
because if those players don't deem your venue as important enough, you're just not going to see them. So you got to feel bad for that kid in Sacramento because the Sacramento Kings have not been a threat since Chris Webber was their best player. And that was decades ago. So people in Sacramento, people in like Detroit, they're just there's just a stronger chance they're not going to see these superstars because their team is not deemed as crucial to defeat. And it's it's a shame. The NBA has uh, discussed shortening their season. Adam Silver is a very pro-player commissioner, which is a good thing and a bad thing. There's been a lot of things that he's been letting slide in the league that has kind of tainted the product a little bit. And it's like I said, it's unfair. These players are very successful. They are set for life. They have, you know, they have guaranteed money. And I think that there should be more of an incentive to play all these games. And there should be more of a punishment for those who continue to just skip out just because, you know, just because they they, they don't want to play. And yes, mental health is a thing. It's very crucial. And I know it's affected players like Ben Simmons. But you don't see like a LeBron James cite that. They don't cite mental health. They just like, you know, oh, just resting. Sore knee, sore elbow. No, man. Show up, play a few minutes. You know, represent your league well. Represent the NBA well. Um, And the NBA is pretty much the only league that truly suffers from this baseball players are notorious for showing up no matter what to the games it's just always been embedded in the baseball culture yeah they'll skip out a game but they have 162 games that's way more opportunities to see these players but that's not the case in the nba and then in the nfl because there's only 17 games they have to show up on all these games because each game is super crucial and super important. Unless, you know, you're the New York Jets. No game is important to you because you're never going to get anywhere. Sorry, Jets fans. It is what it is. So I hope the NBA does fix this. I, I truly do. <laughs> that being said, I am very much a hypocrite on this part. This is this is me not being the normal me and it's because I want to see, you know, these star athletes play. I want to get my money's worth when I travel to the, you know, to the Orlando Arena and watch, you know, my Magic lose to whatever team is playing on the other side. I want to be able to see the best of the best play the best of the best. And I want to see the best of the best play whatever the Orlando Magic's got cooked up. Now that we're on the subject of the magic, please, let's trade Jonathan Isaac, please. But yeah, have a great night. Try not to be a hypocrite too often, guys. Try not to do that. I'll give each of you one, and this is my one. It's on sports. I'm a firm believer in workers' rights until you're an NBA player. Show up to your games, guys. LeBron, don't skip any more games. 